0: Hey, JK here. I want to take a quick second to share something that I'm really excited about. I will tell you that I love the conversations that Josh has started on this podcast, and I know he wants to provide you guys with some practical applications for you to take action and lead in your life. So Josh is launching some new content called the JK Download. So you got to check out his website. And so he is going to share some exclusive training, downloadable templates to motivate and empower you to overcome. You can even uh, subscribe to get it in your inboxes. Check it it out at the joshkalinowski.com website.
1: People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience going okay I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life good for you you feel you're talented in that pursue that who gives a crap what everybody else says right when you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish does it make you better absolutely
0: so hey JK here on the, uh, the JK experience but the voice may sound a little bit different this is Jimmy Cleger, and I told Josh, I said, listen, I want to flip the script on the JK experience. Me being, you know, we share the same initials, but I wanted to, to say, listen, I'm going to interview Josh, and I'm going to ask him some hard questions. I want to go through just some things that I have personally just wanted to ask you and wanted to get to know about you. So I'm yeah. going to say welcome to the JK experience. Welcome to your own podcast. Thanks, let's, buddy. Let's it's, flip uh, the script.
1: I'm on the other side of the mic here. So I like it. This yeah. is fun.
0: Yeah. So this will be uh, this will be fun. So, I, you know, I have down in Grand Junction have done some podcasts here. And, and uh-huh. so I always start out with the first question. Okay. And this first question is, who is Josh Kalinowski.
1: (laughs) Oh man, how many, how many hours do we have to talk about that one? Uh, I tell you what, I I think, uh, Josh is, uh, or JK, however, whatever, uh, I think is a guy that is constantly looking at improvement in his life. Um, Josh is constantly, uh, trying to see what he can do to improve, uh, his life so he makes a bigger impact than other people. And, uh, I do that through a number of things, obviously with the businesses that we have. Um, I love the opportunity to partner with people. I love the opportunity to find what they're passionate about. And I know that the more that I pour into myself, the more that I lead myself, the better of a leader I am for other people. And, um, and I just, I I tell you what I have found. I have found so much joy and excitement just living life like I haven't been before. And it's just yeah. really so fun to be able to uh, have opened up this other side of my life, this other chapter of my life. So I, I, I would say that in a, in, in a nutshell, that's, I think, who I am.
0: That's that's awesome. So you and I share some kind of a similar, a, a similar type of path where uh-huh. we were both... Um, we were both kind of at the pinnacle. We were we were yeah. we were doing some great things. Me in the army, you and baseball, mm-hmm. and so I want to I want to grab a hold of this baseball because this baseball thing, because there's not a lot of people that sit across, you know, next to each other here across the mic and say, you know, I'm sitting next to a major league baseball player, uh-huh. you know, and and you can, nobody can ever take that title away from you. I right. mean, you were a major league baseball player. You are a major league baseball player. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, how did baseball become your passion?
1: Well, you know, I think what ended up happening was, I mean, first of all, I was passionate about sports in general. And growing up, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be the next Bo Jackson. I wanted to play football and basketball and baseball. I mean, it didn't matter, right? And then the older I got, the more that I realized that, first of all, I wasn't 6'4", 225 pounds. I wasn't going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, I wasn't 6'8", could jump out of the gym. uh, And so I wasn't going to play in the NBA. I was a 6'2", 185-pound kid. that was left-handed. So that was really my best opportunity and avenue. Um, I was I will tell you I was very passionate about football. I loved being the quarterback, okay. and if I hadn't gotten drafted from the Colorado Rockies out of high school, um, I probably would have pursued at least trying to play both sports, basketball or baseball and football at um, at the the next level up in, in college. Um, but I got drafted from the uh, the Colorado Rockies my senior year in high school and I'd signed originally to go to the university of Notre Dame, which was a dream come true. I mean, yeah. like two, like, you know, here I am in high school. Uh, I always wanted to play football for Notre Dame. Right. Um, and then I get drafted. I'm like, gosh, this is another dream of mine. You know? So it was like, I, all this momentum was happening in my life. And, uh, and then, and then I, this, some situations happened where I just wasn't able to go to Notre Dame, ended up signing with a junior college and just played in, I played two years there. And I signed with the university in Minnesota to go play my junior year and senior year, but I ended up getting drafted by the Rockies again, signed as a second rounder and started um, fulfilling that dream of becoming a major league baseball player.
0: Yeah. So when you get to that level, Uh but you know, the Josh, did you always know, did you have this like internal gut feeling that you were you were destined for the major leagues that you were destined for something bigger and better and that you you know kind of at that elite level
1: yeah there's no doubt about it i i I grew up believing that i was destined to play in the major league major leagues not only that but i also thought i was destined to be a hall of fame pitcher i thought i was going to go and win world series titles i was Mm. going to retire at the age of 42 years old and right. And live in San Diego. I mean, I had this vision of my life at the age of 12 years old, 14 years old, 16. And then every year I just kept on, I just kept on adding pieces to that life. It was already, it was already destined for me. I got, you know, predestined and all I was supposed to do is continue just to show up and prove that I was worth every bit of what I was talented in and how I could improve and continue in the, in this dream of baseball.
0: Well, so, help me understand, you know, as you're going through this process from, you know, 12 years old, are people pouring into your lives, your life, are people saying, Josh is going to be the next, Yeah. Josh is going to be the next. Mm -hmm. Are they continuing to reinforce that vision that you had in your
1: life? Yeah. You know, for the most part, yes. Um, You know, my dad was always my number one fan and he really poured himself into me and gave me direction in that, Uh, and that opportunity. And, you know, he was a very great uh, collegiate athlete as a basketball player. So he knew that competitiveness and that drive that I had, I really got a lot of that from him. Um, And then I just, I mean, I did have a lot of support. I'd had a lot of local people that did see me as this next potential. I mean, I, and I was a big fish in a small pond, you know, Casper's not a very big city. And so I happened to be a pretty dang good athlete um, in this very small community. And so I did stand out, Um, you know, being six two uh, being 180 pounds, which wasn't huge. But at the same time, I, I played point guard. I was a quarterback. I was a pitcher. So I played all of the, um, I say, you know, kind of like the, the, the leadership positions in those sports. Right. And, and I loved it, man. I mean, that was that for me, that was my jam. That would, to yeah. me, that was like, I wouldn't want to play any other position. And I was a fierce competitor. Like I hated to lose. I right. had a moment in my life. And when I was in. Um, when I was in ninth grade where I was making the decision to go to one of the two high schools here and I was supposed to be going to, um, Kelly Walsh and one and I, and we were given out awards at one night and it was the ceremony and I'm, you know, I'm thinking I'm the best athlete, right? I was the quarterback. I was the, um, I was a wrestler at one point. I was the starting point guard. I was, you know, all of these positions, I was the guy at every one of them. Well, um, they gave out these awards and it's literally like. They gave out the best athlete award. I'm, I'm literally getting ready to rise out of my seat and they gave it to another guy because he played track. So he was a four sport athlete. Oh my goodness. And it was one of those moments where like it literally something inside of me just snapped. Okay. And I went home that night, got on the Bowflex and started just pumping out. Just like, I just started working out so hard and my dad comes in. He's like, how you doing, man? And I'm like, dad, I am never going to lose again. And it was like, that's it. And that was when I made my decision that I was going to go to NC, that I was going to put winning ahead of everything else. And I was going to pay the price to be the best at anything that I, that I touched. And, uh, and it really destined, you know, it it literally set the table for me as I went into the future, uh, that I wasn't, I was going to be absolutely relentless at my pursuit of excellence in
0: sports. So, so let's talk. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hold that thought yeah. because I'm going to come yeah, back to sure. that thought because because I want to you know talk to you about that how it applies for the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. So let let's come sure. back to that. But what I want to stay on is, this okay, so you work your way up, you get to the Rockies. Uh huh. What's it like? What's it like to play to be at that level? To be in that elite? Yeah. You know, in that in that sphere, if you will.
1: Yeah. Well, I I was, so just for full clarity, I mean, I played, I played in the, uh, I played in the minors throughout the years. Um, I had I had some wonderful opportunities to be a big league spring training camp. Um, I was positioned to get into the major leagues and play a major league season, but I got hurt and that's what really the downfall of my career was. So I had opportunities to play alongside some great athletes. I faced Barry, uh, Barry bonds in spring training. Um, I, you know, I was able to be there with Mike Lansing and a gentleman from Casper, Wyoming. He was a second baseman for the Rockies at the time. Right. So I got to be around these guys, but, um, you know, it, it, it was normal life, man. I mean, really, yeah. cause it, like, once again, as you're growing up, you feel like you're destined to do something anyways. So you're already, f- you feel like you're a part of that crowd, right? right. Um, obviously it's, it's a goal and it's, uh, you know, something that you want to officially achieve, but it didn't feel anything different for me. It's not like I was wanting these guys as autographs because I was them. Right. right. And so it's just like literally sitting down with, uh, at the table with you, just mano a mano, to man. Right. And, and we both were dry. We were driven for the passion that was set before us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was always, I was always successful. I was always good at what I did, especially in, um, in baseball. So to me, it wasn't anything different. I didn't idolize these guys. I didn't even grow up idolizing baseball players because I saw myself as one of them, even when I was six years old, eight years old, 12 years old, right? So to me, I always felt like I fit in, and it was just a bunch of normal dudes uh, following their passion, living out their dream, and excelling in the things that they were good at.
0: You had that vision. Yeah, without and, a doubt. That, and so that that visualization, we and and, yes. and when as we go through life, we talk about stopping visualizing what that next step is going to look like. Yeah. And and you may have been doing it subconsciously at a young age, but you were visualizing getting there. Yes. And so that visualization helps helps you to achieve mm-hmm. those goals. So mm-hmm. anybody who's you know who can say, oh, well, you know why do I want to sit down and visualize? Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you that there the top athletes are visualizing their performance. Yeah. They're top at. And that's why they're the top athletes. Mm-hmm. Cause they are, they're looking at it from a, a sphere of I'm going to win. I've already won. Yeah. I've already won in my mind. Yeah. And as you and I were talking about it, it's all between your ears. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so, so mm-hmm. that's, um, pretty fascinating. So you get to this level,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Surgery happens, mm-hmm. and now you can't play baseball anymore. Yeah, I mean, y- you have visualized yourself at this level. You have achieved this level, and now all that vision has just been has just flipped on its head. Yeah, how was that?
1: You know, the game wasn't over. Life was over. Uh, everything that I was, everything that I had created, everything that I was predestined to become was done. Right. And so, um, at the age of 26, it was, it it wasn't even a reality check because I didn't even know what reality was. And, um, it was a state of, um, it was a state of failure and shame and blame and heartache and you name it, like every one of those like horrible thoughts that go through your mind was something that just consumed me and and really to a certain point overwhelmed me because I just lost who I was. I lost all the confidence in who I was. Um, I tucked my tail between my legs, came back home, which was absolutely embarrassing. Because everybody here had at that time was like, okay, you're going to be the next Mike Lansing. You're going to be the next Tom uh, Browning. You're going to be the next Mike Devereaux. All of these great athletes that made it had accomplished amazing things in their life. And I was, and in my mind, I wasn't going to just be like them. I was going to be the best of them. Right. Right. And so, uh, not having that accomplishment, uh, in my life was literally like the biggest failure for me and it, it wasn't you know, it wasn't like losing a championship game. It wasn't like losing like a season. It was losing everything that I was supposed to do and be in my life. And I'm trying to figure out how I screwed it up. Like, how did I F this up? Right. Right. And, um, You know i didn't have like right now you know as you and i know as we talk about all the time like we we we're into books and podcasts and uh uh, inspiration and filling the cup and all of these things that really help us and drive us and get us over these really hard obstacles in our life right there was none of that back then that i was aware of yeah you know i think zig ziglar was obviously around but i mean my dad wasn't into him so then i didn't have anybody telling me you really need to look at what you know you need to look at what's between your head right? You need to get your mindset right. I had nobody doing that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it was a big, big time challenge for me, man.
0: Your identity is completely changed. Done. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I love how you say the game continues. Yeah. But, but your identity is done. Yeah. And I share this similar experience because right. you know after 20 years in the military, the, you know, the proverbial, the army keeps rolling along. I mean, right. it's in the army song. The army keeps rolling along mm-hmm. despite me saying, Hey, listen, it's time to retire. Mm-hmm. So um, stepping back and, and changing that role now, changing where you're going, how, how t- talk to me through this process of it, your identities change. When did you say enough's enough? Enough's enough. This, this. Uh, yes, my identity has changed, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm bigger than that. Right. What? What was that? Was there? Was it a. a you know, did it snap that quick Yeah. or was it, was, was there an evolution?
1: Yeah. Well, there's a book being written, right? I, I know. Uh, Strike three. Uh, what are you doing? The game's over, but life's not, that's going to be released at the end of the year here. And it really will walk through that process. But, um, and long story short, and it, it, it really was a long process, it, you know, at the age of 26, it took me years, man. I mean, it was a decade of me just kind of going through these trenches of, Am I going to have an unfulfilled life the rest of my life? You know, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a dad and, and I'm going to be a husband and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be, at that time, I'm going to be a realtor. So, uh, you know, I'm an agent selling homes. Okay, right. cool. So, but what an unfulfilled life that was for me at that time, you know, not, I mean, I love being a father. I love being a husband, right. but it's like when half of you is gone. You're like, well, this is all I, This is as good as it gets. Like, yeah. this is all I'm going to accomplish in my life now. Right. And so it took me. It took me until literally I was almost 40 years old until I started to have this mindset shift of maybe there's more out there. Okay. Like maybe I can start winning at life. Okay. You know, and uh, understanding through that process that you know the dream was dead. The dream was over, but my purpose wasn't. Like uh-huh. the, my purpose wasn't to play baseball. My purpose wasn't about becoming a hall of fame, um, uh, athlete. That's what I thought it was and realizing that, no, my, my purpose is much greater than that. And I had some, and I've shared with you some of those really powerful moments right. that, um, I was able to go through that really, uh, uncovered those conversations and that enlightenment to realize that dude, you know. The game is great, but the game is just still a game. Right. And my purpose is what my life is about,
0: and I need to start chasing my purpose. So do you sit and visualize that purpose now? Do you visualize? Do you see that vision like you did in baseball? Do you vision or do you have this vision that that looks out 10, 20, you know, 25 years from mm-hmm.
1: now? Uh boy, that's a really good question, dude. Um, I would say I don't necessarily look at that vision and because it's it, uh, because it's not a it's not a stage it's not a it's not an arena it's not a mound right I mean it's nothing like yeah. that um, but what I do envision is, um, is being at peace with my life, being on fire with my life. Um, I do dream more, right? I do dream of like, what if we did this or how about we do, how about we develop this or how about we create this or how about we partner with this person and how do we develop this? Right? So I get to do, I dream way more than I ever have in the the last 15 years.
0: And, and it's, it, and just in our Relationship over the last couple of years, uh-huh. I I love the big vision. Yeah, I love sitting down and talking with you. Right, because I think sometimes in life we get so kind of just pigeonholed, sure. or we start we start getting into that grind. Mm-hmm. Right, y- you and I were on a run yesterday, and we were uh-huh. you know, as we were running up the hill, and yeah. we were just like talking <laughs> about this grind as we're going uphill, uh-huh. and you're just you're just plodding along, and you know you got to put in that work, but you can also see. The top of the hill, yeah. You can see where that's going, right? And so I, I love dreaming big with you because mm-hmm. right now we're we're on to something that's I think is we're on the cusp of something really good, and so let's let's talk about Kingsman a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let's talk. Super about excited the, about yeah, that. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Awakening too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tell me, because um, you and I we did we did the Kingsman, you did the Kingsman retreat, yep. beginning mm-hmm. of the year. I thought that was phenomenal, mm-hmm. and now we're putting the Awakening into. Um, to tell us, talk to me about the vision. Let's go back to this, this theme of vision and, and how Kingsman and the awakening has come to be visualized right now and and where you want to take that. Why let's start with why it's important and then let's, let's, you know, the impact we want to have on, on men.
1: Well, I think that the reason it's important was because it was absolutely life-changing for me. Um, you know, when I was lost after my biggest failure as I call it, um, I I didn't have I didn't know what my purpose was. Um, I knew I was supposed to be a good dad but I just didn't know how I was going to do it. I knew I was supposed to be an excellent husband. I just didn't know exactly how I could do it right And then I knew that there's a next chapter in my life was that I was going to be a businessman somehow and I wanted to be an exceptionally great businessman too right And so every one of these areas of my life I was just I wanted to have excellence in my life. I just didn't know how to do it. And I, you know, I came across, I mean, I was reading books and I was listening to podcasts and entree leadership and John C. Maxwell and reading phenomenal, like Mark Batterson's book, play the man was really a life game, a life changing game, changing book for me. Yes. And it really started to to stir this fire in me. And then when I turned 40 years old, um, I'd been kind of following this group, um, this, this group that was about, um, men, st- you know, becoming men in their lives and kings in their lives. And, uh, and I started, so I was with, with this group for about two years and I just realized, well, first of all, it was, it, it was probably the most impactful thing that had happened to me. I went to the, the week mm-hmm. and, um, and that's when I had the moment, that's when I had the conversation about... Dude, it was never about baseball. It was about so much more, right? Right. And but then, as I was looking at how do I continue this going forward, I realized that this wasn't a group that I could really align with. It wasn't. It it didn't have the faith, the foundation in the faith that I knew and believed that was absolutely pivotal pivotal for me to go forward. Right. Right. So as I as I was getting my thoughts together, as I was really praying about this next chapter in my life, um, I got this vision for Kingsmen. And what that could possibly mean, and so as I was, you know, as I was just working through it, working through it, and I'm just praying, like, okay, you know, like I'm not going to do this alone. This is not, you know, I want to, I want other men to be involved in this. Uh, I was like, you know, as, as I was asking God, I was like, who, who do I need to have a conversation with? And you and I had gotten to get, uh, gotten to know each other through Spartan races and then really aligned with, um, um, you know, our, our vision for what a man should be in the family and in our, in our, you know, world. Correct. And, yeah. um, and so I called you, man, I was calling, yeah. I was going up to Buffalo and I said, dude, I got a crazy idea. Yeah. I said, I don't know if this aligns with you. I think it does, but I just want to know, is this something that you'd want to grow with me? and grow in with me and then, and expand this. And would, this, this is something that you would be want to be a part of. And, and you caught the vision, uh, from the beginning as well. And that's when, that's when that really started to go like, okay, this isn't by accident, right? you know, and I think that there's really something powerful to this. Yeah. Um, I also was thinking of other, you know, what, at, at the same time, I had a really great friend that, um, we reconnected with that was a former baseball player. He got back into the major leagues as a coach and we started having really fantastic conversations about what was life at like after baseball? Like, what did you go through? And it's like, he went through the same stuff. And I thought for this entire time, dude, I thought I was on an Island. I thought I was the only one that was broken from this life that I was expected to live. And when it didn't happen, the world is over, right? Right. Dude, he went through the same stuff. And then he's talking about all these other guys that he's talked to that are like this. And so it was like, okay, there's Kingsman. (laughs) There's this, there's the, there's, you know, you and I have been thinking about this, right? Colin and I are going, okay, I think there's an opportunity for us to help create something for, uh, other men that have gone through this situation. We talk about military, all this stuff, right? And so from there, it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's do this. I mean, like nobody else is going to create it. We better create it. Right. And so we did do man on fire. Uh, we had 36 guys through that, which was amazing. And the awakening is really this this three day submersion um, uh, where if you find yourself lost going. I want to get to the next level, or I want to uncover what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to cre- I want to uncover the next, the next chapter of my life, the greater purpose of my life. I want to go from good to great, or from great to exceptional. And I know that I'm doing good in certain areas. I, I know I'm doing really good, but I want to go to great. You know, I want to have a life on fire for my wife. I want to have a life on fire for my kids. I want to have a life on fire for my businesses. I want to be on fire with who I am, right? I mean, there's there's always an area of our lives that we're always in construction, right? Some of it's de- destruction. Right. Some of it is, you know, and, but some, and some of it's doing really great too, right? Right. There's always these chapters. And it's so good to be around other men that are striving for excellence in their life. And so the awakening is really this we're going to un- uh, uncover this courage again in ourselves. We're going to push each other hard. Uh, we're gonna, I, I said, we got, we're going to push, we're going to pull, we're going to bury, and we're going to be reborn into this new man, right? Yes. And so uh, I'm I'm. Ac- I'm so excited that we're, going, we're putting this on. It's uh, September 10th through the 12th. This will be our first one. And you and I are going to participate in it. Yes. And it scares the crap out of me. So I know it's going to be good. Yeah. And it's going to help us as men really rise up, you know, as, as the, as the men that we're supposed to be, as the kings of our family that we're supposed to be, the kings of our kingdom, we talk about. And, uh, and I think that there's a huge need for that. I know that there's a lot of men out there that want that.
0: I I will tell you, I love the term being a king. Uh A king is an elite status, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It's not just a man. It's not just a warrior mm-hmm. but you are the king mm-hmm. and the fact that we're going to we're going to take over this you know the the awakening and we're going to take these men and turn them into kings mm-hmm. and, and and we are going to they are going to find their god-given purpose mm-hmm. and that's what's so powerful that's why that's why when you brought this up and we started talking about this and to be honest with you, I think it flies against what society is telling a lot of men out there. Yeah. And so we're 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 gonna take them to this next level. And mm-hmm. you and I are gonna grow through this. You and I are gonna, I mean, yes, it we have put the program together. We've been yeah. working on it the last couple of days, and I am so excited to to just walk through this journey, not only with the men that are walking through it, we're walking through it with you. And it's like we we talked about a while, you know. You don't get better unless you're moving forward. Right. You and, and you can't stumble standing still. Yeah. You gotta move forward. And so this idea of becoming the king of all aspects in your life is just phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So- well, and, and I think the thing that really I, that I get so excited about with Kingsman is, is we're going to awaken the soul again in, in men, and often you know, and we know that the we are, the world has continued to try to dampen and deafen the courage that men have inside, the responsibility that the men that men have within the family and the community and in in uh, our country, and. We, we need to uncover that courage again. And we, we need to uncover and give men that opportunity to rise up. And we talk about this is that men will fall, but the king will rise and and it's so true and just to be able to have that courage to be around other men that say I've got your back man right. like you're you're absolutely right and you need to continue to start you need to start leading or you need to continue to start leading and this is the way you do that and it, and when I say all this up it is not by uh, like it's not by brute authority by any means like leading is like the selfless leading leading is taking the 1% back that you've been given this burden on to other people in their lives to, to make you feel good, to make you, to fill your cup. No, no, no. Leading is, and being a king is about you taking the responsibility of everything that's happening in your life. Everything's happening in your marriage, whether it's good or bad, everything that's happening to you, to you as a father, whether it's good or bad, and you leading in those areas. And then it obviously falls into, like, we have the five foundations, right? Yep. Faith, family, fitness finance and future. And dude, I'm telling you, like, we're not taught that we can be exceptional in all five of those areas. And most of our mentors, most of those people that we admire are really good in one or two of them, Mm -hmm. but they are freaking failing in those other ones. Right. And I'm telling you, I, I had so many mentors in my life that I looked up to in my past when I was younger that were so good at just a few of those areas and the rest of them, they sucked. And yeah. they didn't care about it, you know? And so that was the struggle that I always had, is like, why, why do I have to settle to just be average in these other areas, right? Right. And I love this, I, as I, there's, a, there's a great book that um, I just got done reading, and it says, it, ta- it's, it takes what it takes, and it's by Trevor Moed and his father, Bob Moed, uh, had this quote, and it was awesome because it's like, finally, I have this, this a quote about being average, right? Average is one of two things. You are either the best of the worst version of you, Or you are the worst of the best version of you. And I just thought that is it, man. Right. That's it.
0: Right. It is a privilege to lead. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And, you know, after 20 years in the military, it is a privilege to stand up in front of a soldier and lead them. Mm -hmm. It is a privilege to lead them into combat. It is a privilege to, to give your all. Yeah. to these guys and yeah. that's it is that is it's powerful mm-hmm. and, and when you realize that there is a freedom yeah in it and there is a desire there is a fire that 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 rises up from you know the the internal visceral part of you that says i am their leader mm-hmm. i am their king mm-hmm. now how do I bring my best version of myself yeah. to help lead them yeah. every day? Yeah. You know, 0% in the tank every day. Exactly. 0%. Yep. You know, when, when you go to bed at night, is your tank at zero? Because yeah. you've given everything that you can possibly give yeah. to your faith, to your family, mm-hmm. to your fitness. To your finances, Mm -hmm. and do you have that future? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Do you have that vision in mind? Mm -hmm. And so that's that's why I love you know I love just spending time. The website just came out. Yeah. Talk about, talk about Kingsman. Where can people find out about Kingsman? Yeah.
1: So kingsmanrise.com is, uh, the website uh, just came out. And so you can go there, you can get, uh, apparel you're wearing the new hat. We just got some of the. We got some of them in, uh, so you can get the hat and you can get a bunch of shirts and we've got a bunch of different sayings. One of the sayings you were talking about was empty the tank every day in every way, um, we got a new one coming out with called rebar and this is really the foundational pieces of a man, uh, or just even as, as, as men and women, to be honest with you, but just particular for men. And, uh, and then we've also got the awakening that's coming up. So you can sign up for that event. Uh, later this year, we'll do, um, an event called, um, man on a mission. And that'll be a little bit, it'll be a one day event. Um, it'll be in person. It's going to be in November. Sometime we don't have the dates exactly up yet, but, uh, yeah, we're just really excited man. Once again, this is just such a great opportunity. I believe for men that are out there searching for just something greater in their life. Like they're, you know, they're, they're probably really good businessmen, right? They're Mm -hmm. doing really good. Our, Our life is good, but they're just looking for that level of exceptionalism in their life. Right. Right. Um, you know, one of the things that I. I realized, um, about, you know, two years ago was that I kept on saying that we have this responsibility as fathers, we have this responsibility as husbands and, and I, we still believe that, right. That is still a, a piece in that. However, we've been given the opportunity because I, I was listening to a really great, uh, uh, uh deacon. And he said, and this is what he said, and it was really just for me, it was like the aha moment uh, to me in this aspect was that God does not need me to raise my children. He's perfectly capable of doing that on Mm. his own, but he's given me the uh, opportunity to do it. And when you start looking at it as not just as responsibility, cause responsibility feels like it's like waiting on you, right? Sometimes you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I got a greater responsibility. Right. But when you look at it as an opportunity, like God is giving you this opportunity, it's like, well, then I got to start playing offense. If I have an opportunity to make an impact in my kids' lives, then I better take every opportunity, every advantage, everything that I have and do the best that I can, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just love that. And that's part of this Kingsman, right? Um, and then Kingsman is, there's, you know, the two layers, right? There's the one is that we are, we want to be Kings in our family. We want to be Kings of our kingdom that we're creating, but we're also the Kingsmen, right? They're, 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 we are the king the king, the one king, we are the men of the king, right? Amen. And so there's that authority that we also see too, right? right. Um, and, and and God, once again, God has given us authority in our lives, and we can either use that to glorify Him and to build His kingdom, or we can use it to destroy it. And I'm telling you what, brother, I want to be on the other side of that fence. I Amen. do not want to be destroying that.
0: So, Amen. So, well, hey, we are... Uh... But, yeah, 35 minutes right know, into we're it. We're screaming like, <laughs> by, this is awesome. So, um, and I know we could keep talking, but yeah. let's, let, well, let, we we'll, we'll, will
1: tonight, man. And we're going to do it over a nice bottle of wine, some steaks. Yeah. I just love having you up here. It is going to be awesome.
0: So a, as we wrap up here, man, yeah. I, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to host your show. Yeah, I, mean, I can't believe it, I just, I, you know, I am sitting here next to you hosting yeah. your show. Yeah. So folks, I, I appreciate Appreciate you, Josh. Yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you coming in, you know, on the way to Buffalo. You're making that phone call going, mm-hmm. hey, I got this vision. What do you think? Because I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm on board because yeah. I love to watch men transform. Yeah, I mean – if nothing else, that is a powerful moment mm-hmm. when not only yourself, but when, when others start to see that vision and they, they, they find the best versions of themselves. Yeah. So I'm excited for where this is going. Yeah. I'm excited for this, our, our first, uh, our first cohort, our first run on in September here. Yeah. Um, it is going to be challenging It is mentally, physically, emotionally, but i know that that through this fire we're going to come out forged better we're going yeah. we're going to come out with those foundations we're going to come out with so many call it t- so many tools so many you know that rebar mm-hmm. uh to to create a really really super strong foundation yeah um in our lives and other men's lives so absolutely I appreciate brother it. thanks um I'm gonna let you close your own podcast.
1: All right, dude. Well, from the JKS, we got two of the JKS in here. Yes, sir. Uh, once again, we appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, listen, uh, for those of you that are listening, uh, that, are, that are listening to this man, if you are a man and you are looking for that next level of your life, and you feel like just there's something going on that you just know that you're called to do at a higher level, and you just don't know how to get there. You really need to look into this. Look into the J. Uh, look into KingsmanRise.com. Reach out to us and let us know what we can do to help you out. Let us know what we can do to help you be a part of the things that we got going on. We also have a private uh, group that uh, is collaborating together, and uh, we'd love to invite you to that as well too. We post stuff all the time in that, whether it's videos, quotes, po- um, just things going on in life, right? And we just share. We share the great things that are going on. We share the challenges that are going on as well too. But we are growing each other. Uh, to be these kings in our lives. So, um, And if you are listening to this and you know somebody needs to hear this, then I ask you to just go ahead and forward that to them too. Let's make an impact on people's lives, especially the men. Cool? I love it. All right, let's rock and roll. You guys have a fantastic rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon. Wait.